In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here today, and boy, oh boy, are we going to have one of the most incredible shows. It's going to be based on packaging. As you, my listeners, know, I always like to bring you into my office and show you what I'm dealing with as far as bringing my Glovies product to the marketplace. And as we discussed the past couple of weeks, my biggest nightmare that I've had on my hands is learning that, oh my goodness, my packaging that I had done, uh, my original packaging is all wrong. And today's guest, Joanne Hines, is the packaging diva. And I am just so excited because... You, my listeners, are going to learn as much as I'm going to learn. It's going to be a fun and exciting show. So please do stay tuned. You won't want to miss a minute of the show today. So before we get started in introducing Joanne, what I'd like to do is take a quick moment, like I do every week, and discuss the business tip of the week. So last night, I was getting um, information up on the website, on the TogiNet website, so that um, everyone can go to www.toginet.com and, and see all of the information that Joanne and I will be referring to, which is the Glovies packaging. <coughs> Excuse me, but I was having a little trouble getting that information online. So who did I call but Kelly St. Clair? Gotta love that name. I just love her name. But Kelly is actually the producer of This Little Parent Stayed Home with host Allie LaPrette. And she's also a staff member of OurMilkMoney.com. So, talking to Kelly last night, um, I had asked her, I said, would you like to do the business tip of the week? And this is what she came up with. She said, make your purchases from self-employed parents. As consumers, we have the power to support any economy we choose. Let's choose to make purchases from self-employed parents who are working hard to earn a life at home with their children. So, if you go to www.ourmilkmoney.com, it's an online online directory of self-employed parents who offer goods and services in your community. By making purchases from the site, you have the satisfaction of knowing you are supporting a parent. So it's a great site, and um, we all love Ali Lapreet. And um, I have to say thank you, Kelly, for paying it forward to me last night. 
So with that, I would like to um, welcome Joanne Hines, the Packaging Diva, to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Joanne. Hi, Josephine. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. And Joanne, I so appreciate your time um, in helping us pay some knowledge forward regarding packaging. So thank you so much. So, well, I have to say that was an awesome business tip of the day, being a self-employed, <laughs> self-employed person myself. I appreciate listening to that tip that you just provided. Oh, great. I am so happy about that, Joanne. But, um, boy, we're going to be so busy. I am so excited about today. But before we get started, Joanne, I would love to know, how does one get into the, the packaging um, business? Like, did you know 30 years ago that this was your goal? Did you take a marketing course or something in packaging, and did you fall in love with it? Or what was your course? How did your career evolve? Well, actually, I you said the appropriate words. I fell in love with packaging. Um, I started as a business major, believe it or not, as an anthropology major with a geology minor. And I found out real quick that wasn't for me. And as I looked for career opportunities, I sought out all different types of businesses. And then when I went and visited a packaging plant, I was just bowled over by how it all worked and how interesting it was and how we literally couldn't exist without product packaging. And that was the beginning of my career in packaging. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so fascinating. And Joanne, (laughs) I have to tell you, I'm brutally honest with my listeners and I want to say one thing before we get started today, and this is really important. I have an MBA in marketing, and I was the only one in my new product development class who got an A in the class. So, Joanne, I'm prefacing this whole interview today with that in mind because I don't want my listeners to think and shake their head like, oh, my God. Gosh, she really doesn't know what she's doing. But I have to tell you, this whole packaging um, project that I am working on now, it it just shows me as an entrepreneur that what a lesson I have learned. And it's a hard knock to take, but I just realize the more I've spent on all of your blogs and your website, how wrong my first packaging was. So anyway, we have a lot to learn today, and I am so thrilled to be able to pay this all forward. So with that, Joanne, before um, we get started, um, just one more thing. Do you want to mention any um, you have such so many credentials, and it is up on the Toginet website. But is there anything in particular that you would like to mention as far as any um, clubs you belong to? Oh, I, I belong to all of the basic yeah. packaging associations. But I think the most important honor that I did receive, other than going and speaking at the White House, um, was when my peers nominated me as one of the 50 most influential 
people in the 20th century, and I actually was the only woman on the list. So I think that's probably the thing that stands the most in my mind in my career, that, you know, people do listen to me and people do, you know, believe in what I have to say and follow me and, and take my advice. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with you because I was completely blown away when I had read that. And the fact that you were the one and only woman is just incredible. So um, it shows, you know what it is, Joanne, when I read, when I read all of your blogs and I hear your voice in my head, which is amazing. And I can feel your passion for packaging. And when I was doing research and trying to figure out who my guests would be as far as my packaging, I just said, there's only one person and that is the packaging diva. So, um, with that, um, thanks again, Joanne, for, for being on my show today. So, well, I'm so, I'm so glad you invited me because you realized after having a bad experience how critical packaging is to the ultimate product success. And unfortunately, that's a lesson that many people like yourself learn either after the fact or way in the process. And it, it costs them a lot of time and money. So I'm really excited you asked me to tell you a little bit about, you know, how to make it work and make it work right the first time. Yes. So you you have it right, Joanne. Um, all right. So you know what? Let's, um, once again, for my listeners, if you're close to your computer, you can just go to the TogiNet website and you can follow us as we um, critique the Glovies product. What we're going to do is we're going to look at my, my existing and old packaging and um, we'll have Joanne give us, uh, tear it apart. Joanne, you have my permission to just rip it apart so that somebody else doesn't have to make the same mistakes. So that's number one. And then number two, what I did, and I know I mentioned this on air a couple of weeks ago, is I actually went to guru.com, and I was so fortunate to have gotten two incredible designers. The reason why I decided to hire two designers is because I am dealing with a very large baby retail store, and um, they are very interested in the Glovey's product, but she wants me, the buyer wants me to rework my packaging. So I am so grateful for her to be, for being so honest to me because getting on the store shelves was never my concern. My concern was always getting off the shelves. And without good packaging, you won't get off the shelf. So with that, um, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the design options that my two designers came up with. So, um, okay. With that, we just have less than two minutes before our first break. But with that, let's just look at um, the package, Joanne. And what can you tell us right off the bat? What have I done wrong? Well, you want me to be brutally honest, right? First of all, this package is just way, way, way too busy. There's just too much going on there. And the one of the most important lessons that people can learn from the session today is the average consumer takes just 2.6 seconds to make a purchasing decision. So when you're in information overload, they're turned off rather than turned on. So 
the package itself actually has to convey the relevant information to the customer. Okay. And that is exactly what the buyer said to me. She said, you've got just a little over two seconds. The consumer has to look at that package, know what it is, make a decision. So that's an excellent um, business tip. Okay. What else, Joanne? <laughs> well, I'm not, looking at this package, I'm not sure who you're you're appealing to. It's all okay. over the map. It looks like you're Firstly, appealing to children, but children aren't the people who buy the packaging. It's the mothers and the moms. So you people do packaging thinking they're appealing to one market, but not understanding that it's another market, another person who actually buys the package itself. Okay. <laughs> I think that that's an incredible second tip. Know your market and design your package according to the market. And you're 100% right. Um, Joanne, we're going to talk more about why I came up with that. But we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be back shortly with all packaging talk on Paying It Forward with Joanne Hines today. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Season Me is on Toginet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on Toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. Are you alarmed, anxious, angry, even afraid of what is happening to America? It's time for Grassroots America, We the People. Learn how to get involved in your voting precinct and take back our country. It's time to build unity upon the Constitution and the wisdom of our founding fathers. Grassroots America, We the People, every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Central on Toginet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Um, we don't have a lot of time for a small talk today because we have the packaging diva with us today. And Joanne is just reviewing our Glovius package. And, um, okay, Joanne, so that was really, really important. Know your market and um, design your package according to your market. So even though my Glovius product is a child, it's for children, um, I, I think that whole penguin thing is wrong. 
And I have to tell you, the uh, buyer was not impressed with my cute little penguins. <laughs> well, cute is something, you know, people think cute means kids. And it's, I mean, it's appropriate, for example, if this might be a toy, but for a product that really needs to demonstrate what this initial packaging doesn't do is what is this product? I mean, you've got the gloves on the hands, but other than that, people really have no understanding of this product because it doesn't exist on the marketplace. So that's the story you have to tell. You know, what is this product and how do you use it? And most importantly, why should someone buy it? Okay, so tell your story. Tell your story, exactly. Okay, so that's great. So now, Joanne, when we look at this, fits kids two to six years. Quite honestly, it really is for children ages two to five. But I put six there just in case there are some children that are germaphobes, believe it or not. And it could, we could stretch it to the six year. But do you think that is wrong? Do you think I should have kept it, like, really that niche market, the two to five? You know, of all the statements that you're trying to say, I think that's probably one of the least important. You know, age-appropriate or some other phrase. You've got limited space that you've got to tell your message, and it needs to come across in very simplistic sound bites. And what I always tell my clients is write down everything you want to tell about this product. And then once you've written it down in a list and then we look at the list and then we start wordsmithing the list to try to eliminate extraneous words or to tell the message in as succinctly as possible. After After we take that, then... We look at what is the most important message, and then how do we articulate that message in words or in pictures? Okay. All right. I think that that's great. Now, one other thing. Joanne, if you can see that circle there, this area is clear plastic see-through. Do not, okay. So the reason why I did that was so that the consumer can actually see what the product looks like. Do you think that's necessary? Well, how much of the material are they going to see? They're only going to just see a small portion of the glove material itself. Am I correct? Correct. And they're going to see the penguins on the glove. Like what the buyer was saying to me was, get those penguins off the package, but she was okay with the penguin design on the actual glove. The reason why I did the penguin design was just because, you know, putting mitts on little kids, it's a novelty to them, but I needed to distract them so that when the moms put the mitts on the kids and they went into the public restroom, they would, would actually be distracted by the cute little penguins. And that really does work. I like the idea of the penguins actually on the gloves itself, but I don't think it's really critical, again, because the kid's not going to buy the package that they see the penguin on there. I mean, they're cute as can be, but they're really meaningless to to the goal of you getting the customer trying to buy this particular product. The sanitary issues, the protecting your children, um... You know, the disposability are all much more important than, you know, the fact that there's cute penguins on the package. Okay. 
All right. So I think that that's great. And um, so that more or less covers our front of the package. How important, Joanne, like what really should be on the back of the package? Like I know a lot of our effort has to be in the front pack of the package, but what? how important is the back? Well, it's really interesting because I get so many clients who try to put so much information on the package that what they don't understand is the consumer's going to read very short sound bites there at the store. If they like what they're reading and they like what they're seeing, then they're going to pick up the package and take it home and probably turn it over on the back when they get home and get the product and they get ready to use it. They're not going to sit there and look at all sides of the packaging in the retail environment because don't forget, all of us are time crunched and very busy, and we only spend a limited amount of time in the store. It's very difficult to get somebody's attention for a new or different product because they shop by rote. They go and do the same things. You walk down the aisles, you pick up the things that you always buy. So what's going to break that cycle is what's going to get the consumer's interest for looking at a new or innovative product. Okay. I think that that's wonderful. So, Joanne, um, I am just told that a lot of people are um, coming on to uh, the website. So I just want to remind the listeners out there that Joanne Hines, the packaging diva, is actually reviewing the Glovey's product um, package. So please do go to the website, www.toginet.com, so you can follow through with our um, critique today. Okay. Um, all right, Joanne, so I think, is there anything else you feel you would like to discuss as far as the existing packaging goes? Well, there's just too much information, you know, okay. and, and phrases like where germs fester most, you know, those kinds of phrases just really don't connect with consumers you know, okay. you, you would be better to say get rid of germs or something. Germs are a picture of a germ with a with an X mark through it because those long and, and kind of, I know that doesn't sound like it's sophisticated, but those, <laughs> the word faster, you know, that's just going right over somebody's head. They're not, they're not going to connect with those words when they're trying to read a package and make a, make a purchasing decision. So, Back to what I talked about earlier about taking in wordsmithing your your um, message to look and the best way that I recommend what people do is to get a thesaurus out to take and pick the words use the thesaurus and try to find the most simplest shortest word that conveys the message that you want to convey on your packaging. Get rid of long sentences. Make it almost like a bullet point so that you people see, okay, three, four words tops in each one of the bullet point messages that you're trying to convey because that's all they're going to absorb when they're looking at your package. It's actually like talking almost to the age group that the gloves are for. You want it very short, simplistic sound bites. Okay. All right. So I think that that's wonderful advice. And um, Joanne, as far as um, this is a resealable bag, um, it's really, really 
I wanted to talk about the environment and green and all that. Um, one thing that I'm running into a lot of trouble with is when I did my market research, what the mom said about the product itself is that they wanted uh, a waterproof product just in case there was something on that public rest um, toilet seat and the children went and gripped onto that seat. They wanted to make sure nothing was going to get on the children's hands. So I had to make my product waterproof, which is really tough because then I, it can't be green at the same time. It's, it's as green as it possibly can be because the outer layer is a tissue paper. But it's a, got a very, very um, thin layer of plastic. Yeah, liner. Mm-hmm. Liner, yeah. So that, as far as the product goes, I did my best as far as, you know, that. But I do use a resealable bag. Does that, you know, how, how's your feeling about all of the, the green packaging and everything? Do you have any suggestions about that? <clears throat> well, the green packaging issue is very complicated. And there are a lot of products out there that can't necessarily be green themselves, but they go into green or environmentally friendly packaging materials. And what I might consider doing, you know, in, at some point in time is talking about your story about and putting that as an insert inside the package itself. You know, I did my best. Everything is is environmentally friendly with exception of the liner and then why, you know, you needed that plastic liner. So people understand the trade-offs. They understand things like, for example, the tetracycle carton, which is a composite, which is all your milk containers and all your um, water and stuff like that. They understand that there are physical attributes to the packaging that help it and make it work. So it's as green as it could be, but if you take out those other properties, then that packaging could not exist. So that's kind of the role that your product is in here. You're protecting the children, but at the same time, you're trying to move forward to as the most sustainable product packaging as possible. Right. Okay, so that was... Great advice. So, and I love that idea about writing your story and inserting it into the packaging. I think that's wonderful, Joanne, because, you know, like you said, the package has to be quick and precise, and you do want to say a little more. And if you do, you just put that insert in and you, ha- you have all the room you want, you know, to tell your story. You put so, it in there, and then also that's another connection with the consumer, the fact that they know you're a real person and that you've used this product yourself and how you how you actually came up with a product it's always a great story to tell oh good i'm so glad and we're going to talk about that a little more it's actually on one of our packaging samples so with just one minute left to our next break um joanne do you know when i realized i i really made a big mistake is when Everything I'm doing in my business is round two, so it's all a learning experience. So my first website was just as bad as my packaging because I had the same person do my packaging as my website, which in hindsight is not might not be the best thing um, because with the package being wrong, my website was actually 
absolutely wrong too. So I got a new designer and I had really instructed him that I wanted to make it quick and easy and do a one, two, three. And when somebody had told me that my website actually tells the story better than my packaging, I don't know what your thoughts about. Do you think we I should even consider doing that one, two, three on the packaging? But we'll talk more about that as soon as we get back from our break. Thanks, everyone, and I'm thrilled to have the Packaging Diva today. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not So Soccer Mom. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not So Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing? Chronicling her opinions on everything. The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and um, we have Joanne Hines of the the Packaging Diva with us today, and we're just critiquing the Glovey's package, as well as um, we're now going to move on a little and talk about my new package um, design options. So with that, I want to once again just let my um, listeners know that you can go to the TogiNet website, www.toginet.com, and there is a little button there that says comment. So um, you can just shoot us a quick question if you have a question for Joanne Hines, the packaging expert. So feel free to send us questions. Okay, with that, um, Joanne, so... 
we were talking about my website. So what is your feel about the website? Do you feel that that tells a story a lot quicker than the old packaging? Absolutely. I was looking at this website message messaging, and, and it was what I had said earlier. The simpler, the better. And in particularly in a product that no one knows nothing about, illustrations of product and use shots are incredibly uh, successful because people can look at this picture, one, two, three, boom. They immediately know what the product uh, is, how it works, and how easy it is to dispose of. So there, this is definitely right on target with this one, two, three messaging to a potential buyer. Okay. So at least I have my website right, Joanne. Now we have to work on the package. All right. right. And like I said, these pictures, product and use shots are really, really good because that conveys a myriad of words just by one picture, stuff that could take you, you know, the whole whole side of the package to tell, you can say, in one very well-illustrated photograph. Okay, not to be funny here, Joanne, but I guess that's how the saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. Exactly. <laughs> and I actually, believe it or not, I love this number, too. I mean, I know it's kind of... It kind of looks a little odd, but there's nothing more telling about how this product works and what it's for than the the number two on your website. Well, Joanne, I have to tell you, I feel terrible. That's my little daughter, and <laughs> she she is not thrilled about it. And when she saw the new model on option number four, she said to me, Mommy, I hope you're going to use her and not me. <laughs> and I, I feel terrible about it, but, you know, Joanne, it's so funny. Some people are telling me that that's a little too much, that picture, but I'm just like, you can't see anything, and that is what my product is. It's about keeping the children safe because if – I don't know if you can tell here with this picture because the tissue paper that I actually put down on the seat is white. But in a bigger close-up picture, that tissue is actually coming up off that toilet seat. So that's where the glovies come in handy. You never know what's sitting underneath that, you know. Exactly. And that tells the picture. So, all right, Joanne, I feel better that uh, (laughs) you like that. All right, so we're going to move on to designer number one. So, once again, um, my designer number one, his name is Joe. I'm so bad with names. I believe you pronounce it Krolls. And he's from Joe Krolls Graphic Arts. And um, you can go to the website and you'll see his telephone number if you'd like to get in touch with him. He's an amazing designer and he did a great job. So, Joanne, this is option number one. Tell me right off the bat, what do you think about that color? Well, blue actually is the most popular color. Blue and red are the most popular colors and the most appealing to people in um, the retail environment because of the recognition of the color. It kind of stands out from all of the other products on the shelf. So I don't have a problem with the blue. In fact, I think it's kind of a nice color. And I like the red accent, so you pick the two most popular packaging colors to um, use your product. Now, 
again, these pictures, you've got pictures on here, which I think are 100% better than cute little penguins. Um, being able to see actually the product itself and how it's used, which I think instantly somebody looks at this and is going to know what it's for. Okay. But now, do you feel that the two pictures is too much? Well, I don't think having someone who doesn't know what the product is, I don't think you can really have too many pictures because this product doesn't really exist on the marketplace. So you've got to make people recognize, oh, this is a product that I need. Because it does X. Right. Because if you people don't know, nobody's going to go into the retail store and say, do you have any Glovies? Because they don't know what Glovies are and what they're for. Yeah. Oh, Joanne, I, I have to tell you, when I invented the product, I never imagined. I feel like I have a double job, a double whammy here. Because not only did I have to invent the product and go through that whole process, but I had I have to educate the consumer, and it's a process. It's really hard, and um, you're so right about that. So I'm glad I've learned today is that, you know, the pictures are crucial and important. So what else should be on that front cover, Joanne? Like, what do you, as far as option one goes? Well, you know, like we talked earlier, I love these the, the pictures, and it, it's a little bit hard for me to see some of this stuff on the website, but your bullet points, easy on, sanitary and secure and disposable. Think convenience and think mom yeah. and think okay. why, you know, why. To me, the convenience and the ease of use of this product, which I don't see on here, at least on the front, is something that mothers are going to want the fact that they know that they can just carry these things with them, pop them on, dispose them of them, is a really critical factor in selling this product. It's not complicated. You know, there's not a lot of, pro- you know, long, lengthy process involved in using these. And once they're done, they can be thrown away. So I think convenience is really something that is not illustrated, or I don't see the word convenience on here. Okay. But Easy on, I would say, you know, or easy to use. You've got the disposable, which is really important also. Okay, easy to use. And I have to tell you, I think the best thing about the Glovies is that it creates a stress-free environment for the mom and the child. I mean, Joanne, next time you go into a public restroom, I know that you're going to giggle because if there's a toddler in there with a parent, you're going to hear them say, don't touch that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't touch that. Don't do that. (laughs) Absolutely, because it's a definitely well-needed product, especially, you know, they tell you now. Now, when you go out the door to use the grab a paper towel and touch the hand, hold the door handle to go out of the restroom with, so maybe the people are going to be keeping the gloves on until they actually get out of the restroom. <laughs> well, that is really the idea. See, what happened, Joanne, the reason why I came up with the idea um, is because the first time I went into a public restroom with my child, I heard everybody screaming, don't touch this, don't touch that, and I almost had a heart attack because my little three-year-old wanted to put his hands in his mouth after touching everything. And then 
what happened was the next time I went in, there was a grandmother there taking her grandchild, you know, out for lunch. And she looked at me and I was wondering in my head, how is she going to wash that child's hands? You know, the hands, she could not lift that child. And she looked at me, she said, I feel terrible, but I have a bad back. And that's when the light bulb went off. I said, there must be a better way. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, all right. So, and this is one thing somebody has said, Joanne, that is interesting. He looked at me and he said, I have to tell you, your product actually solves a real problem. So the product is a great product, but if you have the wrong packaging, that will kill your business or it won't even start your business. And when he said that, he... I, I just remember him saying to me, Josephine, did you ever go out and buy something just because of the packaging? And I said, of course, mud pie. I don't know if you're familiar with mud pie, but I absolutely love their products. Their products are cute, but their packaging is just incredible. So I, it's all about the packaging, as yeah. you know, Joanne. A lot of but, people actually buy products because of the packaging. <laughs> and I always like to use the illustration about... How do you make your product stand out in a sea of sameness, which means literally everybody's looking out. If you've ever walked into a retail environment and just looked out over this vast array of products out there on the shelf and said, okay, why would I pick out one over the other? That's the important thing that you have to make your packaging do. And it can be done through color, it can be done through words, it can be done through design, it can be done through shape, but you need to catch, capture the consumer's attention, particularly in a product that doesn't even exist on the retail shelves today. Yeah, uh, you're so right. So, Joanne, with option one, so now we flip it over and we go to the back and we have the easy on and the one, two, three steps. The question is, do you think that should be on the front of the package? Is that more important than the pictures that we have on there? Well, I think that the one, two, three is really the strongest selling point that you have because it does reflect the convenience and ease of use. At the same time, it tells literally your whole story in three pictures. Okay. So if I were going to reposition the elements, I would put the pictures on the front, and, and I know you're going to hate me for saying this. No, but say it, please. <laughs> everybody does the same thing when they invent a new product. They all are so thrilled with their logo, particularly if it's a clever one like yours, Glovies, and the name of the product, and they give it like huge amount of space on the product packaging. Well, you, nobody knows what a Glovey is, and nobody really cares at this juncture that yeah. there's a clever little name of a product called Glovies. Your most important asset is selling the consumer why they need this. They don't need it because it's called Glovies. <laughs> they need it because it does all of these things. It's easy on, it's sanitary, and it's disposal. So I really recommend reducing the size of the logo and not making that your focal point because the focal it's a focal point for something that nobody knows anything about. Okay, and that's perfect. The, it, 
Oh, that's perfect, Joanne. I think you're so, so right about it. So, um, oh, Joanne, it's going too quick. We're coming up to our last segment of Paying It Forward. We'll be right back with the packaging diva, Joanne Hines. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. This is not your typical show about adopting children. This is a shared experience from Mary Beth's heart. Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption, including adopted parents, birth parents, adoptees, foster care, and infertility. So... How did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. Remember, the heart knows no boundaries. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine. We're going to have to talk fast because we still have a lot to learn about packaging. Before we get started, I just want to give Joanne Hines a quick um, minute to tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, Joanne. Oh, okay. Well, basically, the best way to get in touch with me is to go to my website, packagingdiva.com, all one word. Uh, there's forms that you can fill out. There's emails that you can send me. You can get numerous free reports, articles, information, and also be sure to read my blog, which you can get to on the upper right-hand corner, which is a ongoing um daily post of the hottest topics in packaging, issues that can impact you like regulations, mandates, bans, recalls, and so on. And then it's also my opinions and expert advice on how to help your product packaging. Perfect. Wonderful. Okay, Joanne, so we'll go right back to option one. 
um, of our packaging design. So my next question to you is, we have a picture invented by a mom, and there's a picture of the mom and her three kids and a little bit about the story as to why she came up with the product. How important is that on the package? I know earlier you had mentioned that we can do an insert, but what's your take on having it on the back of the package? Well, I I don't have a problem with invented by a mom, but it's important that all the other messaging take precedence over invented by a mom rather than necessarily putting a picture with all this verbiage which nobody's going to read. I would rather see the words invented by a mom, story inside or something like that. You're giving it a, a lot of space that I would rather see bigger pictures that tell people about the product and invented by a mom yes is very important because you are outreaching to moms it's just not the most important message at this point in time perfect and joanne what about the um the little signs glovies actually sold really well in manhattan because um a lot of the moms are on the go, and they use the Glovies in taxi cabs. But there are other uses for Glovies, like in hospitals or things like that. What's your take on the little squares? Well, I like the little squares. Again, you know, there's so much information on there, and I'm not sure how much somebody is going to use it. But your pictorial symbols are good as an illustration of how and where the products can be used. But again, it's, you know, you, you're, you're not going to get everybody to look at all these things and say, oh, yeah, I, I'm going to buy these because I can use them in all these six different places. They're going to buy them because they see the need for them and understand that they can use them virtually anywhere. Okay. All right. I think that that's good. So, are we going with those, or are we taking those off? Well, they're fine as long as you're not, you know, allocating space for those and taking away. I don't know how actually big this package is, so it's hard to tell, you know, it, seeing the package, how big it actually is, and then how much messaging you're trying to convey. You're good in having it on the back, you know, on the other panel, because like I said, they're only going to look at so much and absorb so much in the retail environment. And okay. in this case, it may be, and you're you're adding a lot more color, different colors, so it's distracting to the eye because you've got a green and a gold. So you're you're distracting by having those little additional colors on here from the from the pure messaging of the product itself. Okay. So with that, Joanne, we'll quickly go to option two. So option two, we have a girl using them in a shopping cart, but I think just through our conversation, that should probably go to the back if we even decide to use it. Um, we have something here that says, Glovies keep germs out. But once again, um, you had suggested something about having a germ on the package. So maybe that's not so bad, but it probably has to be an uglier germ than that. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know, the Mucinex characters. Yes. Like something like that. If you're going to go with something clever and cute, I would make it on the order of a cartoony type 
Or the other thing would be just the word germs with a big X across it, like you see on um, signage yeah. and stuff like that, international signage, meaning no. Right, right. You could I have do that something. on my website. Yeah. yeah, you could do something like that also. Again, okay. you want them to see these messages, but you want to see them and absorb them in such a short period of time. And, you know, you're distracting them with cute penguins and you may be distracting them with cute and clever germs. And the message is, buy me. It's not how cute and clever the germ is. Okay, perfect. So, Joanne, when we go to the back of option two, once again, listeners, www.toginet.com, and you can follow our conversation. So we're on option two, the back of it. So I do have a pediatrician that absolutely loves a product, and she had recommended it. So the question is, how important is it to have a picture of a pediatrician on the package instead of just having the quote? Well, the, uh, the question would be with the pediatrician, it, would it be like a celebrity? That would somebody even know who the pediatrician is or who would they care who they are and looking at their picture? Again, you, you're limited in the amount of space. You don't want to overwhelm the people with different messages. So in the brief period of time, unless it was a celebrity endorsement, okay. it's not as critical to have a picture of the person as it is the word pediatrician recommended. And then may and possibly also the statement about how they love because your your pediatrician picture is detracting from the picture of someone of you showing how the product is actually used. Okay. What if we just um oh okay. All right, I think that's enough said about that. You've answered that really well. We're gonna go quickly over to option three now, Joanne. So my one big question for option three, I think we've covered almost everything. My only question is, I was so fortunate and lucky to have been interviewed on um, ABC Nightline News, as well as Good Morning America. How important is that information? I think it's very important, really, because that's sort of like an unspoken endorsement that that you have been recognized for this innovation of your product packaging out there. And I know that those kinds of endorsements do sway purchasing decisions on products. And if you look at a lot of these packages now, they all say as seen on TV. I don't know how I wouldn't make it the biggest thing on the package, but I would all would certainly incorporate it in. And in fact, I might even move it to the front of the package, to be honest with you, because that gives validation, you know, that the product is, is something of interest for someone to consider taking a closer look. And again, because no one knows what this product is, the more you can substantiate the fact that it is a good product and it's needed in the marketplace, the more you'll convince someone to purchase. 
Yeah, I think that that's perfect. And I agree with you. I think that definitely should be on the front. But what an education. That was wonderful. So now, Joanne, we've made it to option number four. I was a little nervous we wouldn't, but we're here. (laughs) What do you think? Option four is actually the second designer that I had um, hired. And the reason was because I felt like he had such a different look altogether. So as you can see, we have the ABC Nightline News on the front of the package, and we have a very stock white package. What's your take on that? Well, option number four, in my immediate um, opinion, was that these were mittens, you know, to be worn at any point in time. It really doesn't come out to me clearly about why. They're different and why someone should purchase them. It looks just like another pair of mittens. I mean, I could sit there and spend my time trying to read all that small type. I mean, the picture's cute and the picture's clever, but it really doesn't message me with what I need to know about why this product is unique and different and why I need to buy it. It's more focused on just a clever picture and a nice picture, but not not giving me, me any information. Okay. But, Joanne, if we take all the information that you had spoken about today, do you prefer the blue background or the white background? Which do you think sells better? Well, don't forget, white is going to wash out. You don't see a whole lot of pure white packaging on the marketplace because it does, in fact, wash out against the background. And even though it looks nice in um, this picture, What I always recommend people do is take their prototypes or take some mock-ups out, then go into the retail environment in which they're going to be seen. You hold that white package up on the shelf, and you see what happens to it. And I think you'll see that it's going to totally fade out amongst all the competing product packaging that's there on the shelf. So it's just literally going to be lost. And, And don't forget the other thing that I always tell people is, Don't look at it from up close. You have to look at it from a distance of five feet, which is where the average shopper will be looking at your product. They'll be shopping from a distance of five feet, not up close and personal. So those details that you're trying to convey really need to jump out on the package. Wow. Well, that is such great advice. I never would have thought to put it up and walk back five feet, Joanne. That is such a great business tip. But um, I can't believe it, Joanne. We're coming up to the close of Paying It Forward today. You have taught me so much, and I can only hope that all my listeners out there were able to follow along with us and learn because this truly was a hands-on learning experience, and it was amazing. So I thank you, and I want everybody to know if you'd like to go back and listen to this show again, you can go to the iTunes and just download Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. So with that, I want to thank you once again, Joanne, for being a part of Paying It Forward. And I hope you'll be back and teach us more about packaging. I thoroughly enjoyed having you today. Thanks so much, Joanne, for being a part of Paying It Forward. Okay, thanks, Josephine. I'm glad you invited me and I had a great time today. Thanks, Joanne. And everybody, have a wonderful holiday season. Until next week on Paying It Forward. (laughs) 
Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons